guys. This is Joy. And this is Claire. Uh, it's February. Woohoo! Woo-hoo! We did it! <laughs> we did it. We did it. We made it through January, even though as this recording, it is it's like nice. zero degrees outside. And it's so, also still January. <laughs> yeah. Wherever you are, hopefully it's nice and warm. Please send us some warmth wherever you are. Although the sun is out. Would... Yeah, it goes in and out. I'm really mad at right Mother now. Nature this season. I know. I'm going to Mexico in two weeks, and I it's like the only thing keeping me going right now. Highly recommend. <laughs> do you have your bathing suit and everything picked out? I mean, I, mean, I don't do buy do, anything. Do you like annual so bathing suits? No, okay. I don't. do annual Because I only wear a bathing suit like twice a year. So I just For this trip, well, are you doing – you don't need a wetsuit, do you? I like to wear – I will wear a wetsuit. It, I would say in Mexico, it's sort of optional. I prefer to wear a wetsuit, first of all, because it helps with sun exposure. Like, I don't have to worry as much That's about covering, right. like, every inch of my body in That's sunscreen. right. That's right. Yeah. But I also, when you're learning how to surf, I think a wetsuit is helpful because it kind of helps your body not be so slippery. And so when you're laying on the board, you kind of, like, stay where you are a little bit better. That makes sense. Alice in the chat says it's seven degrees in Wisconsin. I think it's zero. In call in like the Denver area right now, it's yeah, fluctuating so we win. between minus five and five all day. <laughs> then we're gonna get someone who's like, "I live in this place and it's like negative 12. I like, I get yes. it. Like we're all just all, miserable. All we just get cold. it. It's just turn it on my happy lamp. That's yeah. all I do all day, every day. Just turn it not turning it off, turning it on. <sighs> so, other than preparing for your amazing trip. What else have you been up to? Oh, gosh. Um, so we're at week two of ski school with the kids. Week one, Evie threw up everywhere when we got there. We had to buy her these like <sighs> rainbow long johns that I am actually are such a silver lining of this whole process because it's like this rainbow one piece. How do you determine as a parent when the throw up is just a one time thing versus like, oh, she's sick. We got to stay. We got to call it. The second time. You just gamble. <laughs> It's a gamble. gamble. It's a gamble. But here's the thing. There are there are different signs typically that you know, it's like, are they are they acting different in other ways? Like are they low energy? Do they have a feel like there's other symptoms, you know, like the like with you. If you're if you as an adult, it's the same stuff. Like if you as an adult are like actually sick, you look sick and you feel sick. And especially yeah. like nausea versus if you're just car sick and like it's like a one and done, even as an adult, you know when it's a one and done and you're like, okay, that was it. Actually, it's out of my system, like puke and rally. So, oh, you remember the puke and rally days? I, <laughs> actually, I, I never not really a hit those points. Person, but. I was definitely not, but I just remember people who were. Yes. And I was just, uh, they, they were like unicorns in my world. I'm like, who are these people that are doing the puke and rally? <laughs> Sorry for anyone who's sensitive to that type of discussion. We're not going to go any further. <laughs> yeah, it's with kids. It's also a definitely like you're weighing your your risk and reward of like we were, you know, like for Evie last weekend, we had just gotten we pull into our parking spot and she throws up and I was like, we're not turning around right now. Like we're not going home. It's day one of ski school. We spent many, many, many dollars on the ski school experience. You are going to ski school. <laughs> now and if I, you throw up again, they can call us and we'll come get you. Sorry to interrupt you again, but I'm very curious about like this whole thing of how it went down. Is there a warning or was it just a out of the blue. Did she say, mommy, I don't feel good? Yeah, she had been saying that she didn't feel good. But I also knew that she like was nervous about ski school. So I kind of just chalked it up to her being nervous about ski school. But also the drive to Eldora is very windy. Boulder Canyon is a windy road. I've gotten car sick. I drive. I have to drive. I like for those of you who've met me in real life, one of the first things you learned about me is that I get car sick really easily. Like if we're driving somewhere as a group, I have to sit in the the front front seat. Yeah. 
or I have to drive. And so I always drive when we go to Eldora. I've gotten sick on the way to Eldora so many times as a kid. So I just chalked up being car sick. Anyway, not to go into an even more detail about vomit. Yeah, but that's all it ends. I the just next- for good. <laughs> All that to say that this week, it didn't happen. So that was a plus. And we got up to Eldora, which if you guys don't know, if you're like, what, what the heck is Eldora? Eldora is this super cute little local mountain. It's about an hour away from Boulder, an hour away from Longmont. It's even closer to Boulder. You don't have to take I-70, which is like the major highway that goes from Denver to the ski mountains. can take like 100 years and years off your life to get to the mountains if you try to go on a Saturday morning. Like the traffic is just insane. And it's actually kind of a bummer because like it really makes it so that if you live in Denver, going up to the major resort is not really a day trip because you're going to, you either have to leave your house. I'm not exaggerating at four in the morning or earlier in order to beat the traffic. And that's if you live in Denver. If I were to be trying to go from Longmont and have to leave probably by 3.30, I'm not like, that's not an exaggeration at all. Then on the way home, you have just as much traffic. Anyway, so Dora, you don't have to worry about that. It's just like this cute little local mountain. And it's like the ski school mountain. Like everybody does ski school there. My kids are in ski school. We have eight eight weeks every Saturday till whatever, like the end of March. And that's pretty much the only like new and interesting thing that's happened in my life in the last couple of weeks. I like how just, I think it was Justine. What did she say earlier? She's like, it's a convenience gamble for me. <laughs> Yeah, like you, you decide just, whether or not they're sick or they're you just are going to like try right. to... Right, you're like, I just, I've got, we're here, we've got to do this. Like we drove all this way, let's just take a convenience game. Yeah, it's like a, you got to you gotta look at your ROI. <laughs> like, you know, everyone's trying to... Like if you're just kind of like out and about and you can go home with no big deal, like you're going home. But, and this one was like a real <laughs> ROI because I was like, I got to go spend a hundred bucks now on like super marked up... Yes, like, totally marked up clothing, which is adorable, shop. but yeah. So adorable. Thank God we have a friend who works in the mountain and he was like, you know, like helped us out, but helped us find Friend what we discount. needed. Yeah. Yeah. Helped us like find what we needed. But I was just like, I can't, I, yeah, you know, it is what it is. Aaron said it's a true gift when a child can articulate. I'm going to throw. It really is. And again, I don't want to have this whole conversation. No, I know, but it's so. When your kid can tell you they're about to throw up. And then the second level that you unlock is when they can aim their vomit and they're oh, no yeah. longer just like, it's not just happening wherever they're standing when they can actually like articulate right. it's going to happen. And then actually like aim it into like a bowl or the toilet. Right. It is a game changer. True I remember the first time that Miles did it, I was like, oh my gosh, I have just unlocked. You've unlocked another level of parenting. <laughs> it's also like a couple other ones are like when your kid first figures out how to actually blow their nose and not just make you wipe it incessantly. Right. That's yeah. a new level of parenting unlocked. Yeah. Like there's so many things where I'm just like when they can brush their own teeth, that's, so that's a little parenting yeah. unlock. When they can wipe their own butt, we're not there yet in this house consistently. So many things where you're just, like, oh, I don't have to manage this anymore. The the yeah, the warning of the throw up is a big deal. Oh, that's good. Thank you for answering my questions. <laughs> Sorry for anyone who's listening who didn't need all those details. Oh yeah, I'm always oh, here for my gosh. demystifying the experience of parenting a child yes. who gets car sick. Yeah. Other than that, I haven't really been doing anything else been skiing a lot which is fun yeah getting ready to go surfing going with surf with amigas again on the same trip that i did last may not the same group as i went to ireland with but the same it's the exact same trip that i did for mexico last year in may like exact same program i just signed up for the same one again it's in it's outside of puerto vallarta i used to fly in and out of puerto vallarta and that was really like the main selling point for me i was gonna go to nicaragua took it was like getting too complicated to get to nicaragua and i was like you know what i'm just gonna take a direct flight from denver to puerto vallarta and not worry about it i'm gonna go do nap yoga i'm gonna eat wait nap 
You don't remember me telling you about this? Yes, you do. Taking where naps. they get had yoga every they did yoga every day, but it was Oh like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. True like yin yoga where it was like, and now we're laying down and the the like change in poses was like, and now roll over to your other side on your next inhale. I was like, Yes, this is the yoga I've been needing my whole life. This is total restorative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember when my naturopathic doctor told me to do restorative yoga and I was like, Is that the yoga where they just stay in one pose the whole time? She's like, Yeah, that's what I want you to do. And I was like what? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's so nice. I mean, but it is like you feel slightly more productive than had you taken an actual just straight up nap. <laughs> You're just in a yeah. nap and like, like a there's a tweet, butterfly. a viral tweet. Oh. Right. There's a viral tweet going around that's like, uh, it's like me. I should really try to relax this weekend. Also me. I wonder if I can find a more productive way to relax. Nap exactly. yoga is that way. Yeah. You feel very relaxed and also very productive. We're just trying to optimize. We're just trying to optimize everything. Exactly. You had a lot of fun things happen this week. You climbed a bunch of stairs and you had brunch with ghosts. Yeah. I had the most productive, optimized weekend. I probably will have all year. I spent the morning Sunday doing the mile high stair climb. If anyone is familiar with that, you go downtown to the register, the cash register building. It looks like a cash register. You see, and you're like, oh, yeah, it looks like a cash register at the top. And we talked about this last week or two weeks ago, how yeah. you like opted in for the Groupon, not the actual Groupon, but you, my, the thing I was laughing about I'm is I'm a that, sucker for the upsell, yeah. Yeah. Is that in that episode, you were like, yeah, some people do eight times. It's going to take them eight hours. Guess who did eight times, guys? Joy. Joy did it eight times. And my, my favorite thing is she sent us a text, a text, <laughs> me and Jess at floor five and was like, do I do the last three? And Jess was like, steps? And I was like, this is a this is a classic joy move. She has 1000% already made up her mind. She's probably already <laughs> on the way up, but she needs validation that she is correct in her dumb, dumb choice. <laughs> and my complete madness for someone to just tell me, yeah, just do it, I guess. I you're back, so I was like, yeah, weird. <laughs> like, I know not only is your mind already made up, you're probably already halfway up the stairs. Oh, Okay, so let's back up. So it was a high of, I think, 12 that day. So when I got there, it was like the thermostat on my car said like four degrees. Luckily, they had close enough parking. So I was like, great. I have to run to this building. I get inside, tons of people around. Uh, it was an interesting crowd. I don't know how to explain it, though. It was just an interesting crowd. Not so much like a runner crowd. Maybe just as weird as me, but a great mix of people. Is it a fundraiser for something particular? Okay. It's a fundraiser for the American Lung Association. You get there, you have a heat, you start, you have like two, they go through two stairwells. To be fair, it was like really organized well. I appreciated that. I didn't feel weird about like putting my stuff in a bag. They had like a great bag check. They had great bathrooms, like all the things you kind of like want in a comfort of an event. Snacks. Bagels, drinks, cough drops, whatever. They had great snacks. Because cough drops, you, that was like key afterwards because your lungs are so shot. I was like, this is a brilliant idea. Anyway, so you start, you do one lap and it's kind of paced enough so you're not just in this stairwell with all these other people. So that was really well done where they paced it well. So kind of like with any race, the starting is usually there's more people. And then as people start to kind of either just do less rounds, less people in the stairwell. So I make it up the first one. My adrenaline's pretty high because I'm nervous. I haven't done an event in a long time. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be, you know, scary. And I don't know if I can do it. And that whole doubt thing. And of course, then my logic brain just goes to like, well, you actually don't even have to do this if you don't want to. <laughs> like, 
No one's here to tell you you have to do it. You could just walk out that door and go home and go back to bed. So anyway, so I start and my my lungs just... And let me just say the past like couple weeks when I've been working out like at FitWall or doing anything kind of like, I would say more high intensity, like hit style stuff, I've been getting a little dizzy, like lightheaded to where I have to look at the ground and be like, am I going to faint? I, I don't ever feel like I'm to the point of passing out, but I just feel really lightheaded, which just kind of like scares me. And I'm like oh my gosh, is this like a Graves thing coming back? It's not. But I just like have been in my head about that stuff. So when I started the race and started to climb the first few flights of stairs, my heart rate just completely shot up. And I was like, to that point where your heart's just pounding, 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 pounding really hard, not reminding myself that when you start any event, your heart rate's always going to take a minute to like catch up to what you're doing. So it's going to spike and then it's going to even out. So I was like, okay, just take your time, slow down. And so you're climbing. And the thing that I noticed right away is that it's 10, it's flights of stairs. So it's 10 stairs up and then you turn and it's 10 stairs up and you turn and it's 10 stairs up and you turn. So you're just going in a circle up, 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 up. And so right away, I'm like, oh no, I'm going to get dizzy because you're just constantly making right turns up the stairwell. And I'm like, well, shit, this is going to be disgusting because I already started feeling dizzy on the first like round up. So anyway, I get to the top, they mark off like how many rounds you do, you ride an elevator down, and then you just keep going. And so like, one was fine. One I was like, yeah, I think I like made it to the top in like 12 minutes. And I'm keeping track on my watch, you have two hours and 30 minutes to finish all eight. If you decide to do eight, you can drop out at any time. Again, no one's there like pushing you really. I do, I start hanging around with like the same people, like you start pacing with this, like similar people. And there was this one guy and it drove me nuts every single time we were in the elevator on the way down. He would always say to the other people in the elevator, well, you know, it sure beats everyone else on the couch. And I just (laughs) wanted to be like, actually, sir, I wish I was on the couch. couch Sounds fantastic right now. 2012 (laughs) called and they want their inspirational t-shirt back. I just was like, stop saying that. And I almost wanted to be like, actually, I prefer to be on the couch. Like, stop saying that. And then there's, of course, like the Billies. Scott and I always call people who are Billy badasses. We call Billies. So there's the Billy badasses running up the stairs really fast, taking like two or three at a time, hauling themselves up with their arms. And all I could think was like, hauling yourself up, hauling yourself up with your arms is not going to do anything. Like, you're not going to get up any faster. You're just using more arm strength. And in my opinion, that seems like a little more, I don't know, intense. But I got scolded on the first roundup because I was using the rules of the road where you go on the right if you're going to let people pass you on the left. Well, it's opposite in the stairwell climb. <laughs> Fun fact that you have to go on the left so they can just stay closer to the middle, you know. And so I was on the right and he's like, usually people stand on the left. And I was like, I'm sorry, sir. The first time we're here. Like this, how, I don't know. How would anyone I don't know the- that? I don't know the professional rules of stair climbing on this building. Anyway. Was he wearing toe shoes? I always imagine those people have toe shoes. No, he wasn't wearing toe shoes, but I Mm. did see a guy climbing the entire thing in jean shorts. Wow. Oh my gosh. That's so much. That's a lot. Um, A lot of chafing. I just felt chafy watching him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of friction. (laughs) (laughs) My, as I've been talking about, you know, I've been telling you guys, I've been doing like pelvic floor therapy. She'll talk about like if you're doing lunges or like moving a lot of doing a lot of side to side or, you know, just anything where you're doing a lot of bilateral movement, she, she 
the word she uses that I hate, but I guess is the phrase she uses is shearing. Like it's a lot of shearing. That's just a lot of shearing mm. of the denim in your thighs. Yeah. That word feels accurate to doing that in Jordan. Yeah. Imagine how sweaty you would be. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I was just dripping at one point. So I was all like thinking I'd be smart wearing a headband to like collect my sweat. And I took that off after like 10 minutes because it was just drenched and I was like, <laughs> just complete mess. So uh, I drew some inspiration from some people that were kind of climbing along the same, I guess, cohort with me. One was a guy, I really appreciate the guys when I'd be climbing that they're very, for whatever reason, they're very inspired by women keeping up with them. (laughs) So they're like, let's go ladies. I don't like being called a lady. I don't know why. Just like, don't say let's go ladies. I don't know why. It just bugs me. So, I mean, I know they mean well, but but there's this one guy that I totally appreciate and I just want to, I like want someone on call to do this for me in life, but I was taking a pause. So what I started to do after like round five is I'd get to the top of the stair if I heard someone coming behind me and I just kind of push myself against the wall and take a break on the top of the stairs so they could just get by. And this one guy was climbing and he looks at me and he like looks at me dead in the eyes and he's like, you can do this. (laughs) I was like, I was like, yes, I can. Throughout my week, like somebody just, just me, you, stranger, just turn around, make sincere eye contact, make eye contact, and he, he, you can do this. And so I started doing that to other people because I was like, that was so effective. If I have someone that I feel like needs a pep talk, I'm gonna do it to them. So anytime I would see someone struggling, I look at them and be like, you can do this. (laughs) So hopefully, I spread the karma because that was like so powerful to me. I just like remember exactly everything about him and he was going fast too, but he like took the time to stop. I will say it was truly mentally, mentally one of the most challenging things I have ever done. It was so difficult because you're in a concrete stairwell. You just see numbers counting floor 20, floor 21. So you just see kind of like how either slow you feel like you're going or how fast you feel like you're going. Like you're constantly being inundated with information, but it's not a good scenario because you're just in this concrete cave. That's how I feel when I run on a treadmill. Like, yeah, yeah. All I'm getting is just like the scenery is not changing and I'm going so slow. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's how it felt. And so it, I think it, Fairly soon after I started, I was like, I'm not taking any, I'm not taking any breaks, meaning like I'm not going to, because you could take breaks in between rounds at the bottom or at the top. You could just hang out for a while and then do it again. And I'm like, I'm not taking breaks because if I stop, I will not start again. And so I knew that part. And then I immediately was like, I'm just going to pace myself. So I just kept walking at a normal I normal quote, like I, I just paced it to where I wasn't running. I wasn't like jogging upstairs. I was just going at a very even pace. I was trying to put my foot flat on each step so I wouldn't burn my calves out. And I was really with this woman who looked like she was probably in her early to mid fifties and she was killing it. And she was just going at the most even pace that I've ever seen. As I was kind of walking with her on some of these rounds, I said, you must do this for a living. (laughs) She's like, no, I'm just very stubborn. And then I was like, yeah, me too. And so then of course, like I took her inspiration. So I get to like round five, I text Claire and Jess and I'm like, should I do the the last three full? Because I just needed someone to be like, if you're like not, because I was not doing well, you guys, I was very dizzy. I was just because of the spinning in the stairwell going around and around and around, I was dizzy on top of like, being out of breath and tired. So every time I got to the top was not provided in the text message, by the way, it was (laughs) 
not at all. No, I no, had no time. That we no, that you encouraged me to like pass out. No. So yeah, definitely not. You guys probably would have been like, if you're not feeling good, but I just needed like someone to just be like, can you, I was trying to deter- determine if I could push through it. If I, if I really needed to stop, that's where I was at. I was like, do I need to stop? Am I going to pass out or should I just keep going? Because it really was so bad that every time I got on the elevator, I just had to look at the ground and I just had to like, and I actually kneeled in the elevator on every ride down. I kneeled to the ground and I just was like, okay. So I was like, well, I'm just going to keep going until I really feel like, no, you, you know, your stopping point, the saving grace. And also something that was like really jolting, but the saving grace I think was during the stair climb, when you're in the stairwell, there are blasts. Like a few floors have blasts of weird, like outside freezing air for whatever reason that they had to keep it like vented. I don't know if that was like a code thing or whatever, but like outside air was blasting into the stairwell. So like at two points in the climb, you just got blasted with cold air, which I think helped me because it was like just hitting my nervous system to be like, okay, calm down, cool down, cool off. So I finished it. Like I just decided, I think at the sixth round, I was like, I'm going to try to finish it in two and a half hours. Okay, I made the deal with myself. If I get to seven and I can make it to the bottom, because you have to start the last one before two and a half hours. Like if you start it before the two and a half hours, they don't care when you finish it as long as you start it before the two and a half hours point. So I got to the bottom and I was like, all right, (laughs) knock back some goo and some gels. And I was like, here we go. So yeah, I did it in two hours and 10 minutes, just under the gun of two hours and 30 minutes. It was one and done. I never need to do that again. I checked that off the bucket list. It was a good like bucket list thing to do, but I I never want to do an event where you are in like that. I just want to be, I want to experience outdoors. I want things to look at. (laughs) The gifts just really give me life in this group chat. (laughs) There's Lenny Kravitz handing Um. you a solo. I feel like, first of all, you have now sworn, you know, in front of us and God that you are not doing it again next year. So next year when you're like, okay, remember that stair thing? Well, there's a group. Don't for let it. me do it. Don't. No, I will pay zero dollars. No, I absolutely don't have any desire to do that again. Felt accomplished. Got the medal that says eight floors on it because they give right. you like the, the number of floors that you can put. Wow, little do they yeah. know how big of a motivating factor that would be for you. Joy's not going home with a five floor medal. I didn't want five. I was like, yeah, no. are you going to go home and be like, you only had one left? That would have just drove, driven me crazy. <laughs> and now you have this medal that clearly shows. It's not the same medal for everyone. It's yeah, only I'm the going, I'm looking at it. It's too far away for me to grab it, but I should. It's actually really cute metal. Okay, so that's my story about the stair climb. Uh, if you want a good challenge, great. I'm definitely not as sore as I thought I would be, but I did the Norma Tech pants. We have a pair of those compression pants at home. And so I did that for like an hour when I got back. And I think that really helped. I'm just waiting. Like, I feel like tonight might be the night where it like fully sets in. Surprisingly, not sore. That's fantastic. And then you went and had lunch with a ghost. Yeah, we had. English tea. Oh, tea, yes. Yeah, we had tea at the Lumber Baron Inn. I've talked about the Lumber Baron Inn. It's a haunted inn in Denver, Colorado. It was on 28 Days Haunted, if you have not seen that show. It's basically a series about ghost investigators, ghost hunting. I think they pick like three or four of the most haunted places in the United States, and they live there for 28 days. So the Lumber Baron Inn was one of those. I saw that there was going to be a medium for for like a high tea event. 
grabbed a couple of my friends who I knew would go to this with me without making fun of me and was like, let's go have tea with ghosts. And so we did that. I was not invited. Yeah, <laughs> you weren't invited. <laughs> I mean, it was packed. The whole place was packed. It was crazy. And she was amazing. Her name's Toby, mediumtoby.com. She was lovely. So great. She does a bunch of group readings. So if you're not sure, well, let me get to that in a second. But I've done like group medium events. And I think after this one, I think what I realize now is I want to, if I'm going to do that again, I want to do it in a small, small group, like with either like a group of friends, pay more to have it be like an intimate thing, just because now I'm like, I don't know if I want, I don't know, like other people that were there, I could just maybe, I don't know. It was just, it was like overwhelming to see because like everyone there is just like wanting a reading. And I'm like, I just kind of want to like be here and chill and like, I didn't expect to be read or anything, but I was just more interested to kind of see what the process was, like what she was like. And also like, hey, if I want to hire her in the future for like a personal reading. So she did her thing. We had tea for like an hour. She starts and it's like a two hour reading. I want to say she got through like four or five people per hour. So she did the first hour, took a break and then did the rest of the hour. I went with my, one of my dearest, oldest friends, Katie, who she's kind of like a mom Sandy before we had mom Sandy. Katie is... I don't know how to describe her. She's <laughs> she's a professional photographer. She's like a spiritual healer. She taught me how to do Reiki. Like I met her when I was in my late 20s, like right when I met Scott. And so she's been like a big mentor to me in my life and was the photographer at our wedding and just like super important person. So, so I brought her and then my friend Michelle, who I've worked with in the past, and she's just a dear friend of mine, who's really like into astrology. And we get there and the tables are kind of like, I don't know, you don't have assigned seating, but we ended up getting split up to where they had to be at one table. And I was at another one, like as a single, which I honestly just didn't care about. I was like, it's fine. We were sitting close enough. Our tables were right next to each other that we could like talk to one another. So they were sitting together. Katie was showing her photos of her recent trip to Panama. She went to Panama. She took a bunch of, she goes all over the place and does photography. So she was showing some photos that she had on her phone of her trip. Okay. So I didn't know this until the end, but there's a story around it. So she's showing her photos where everyone's, you know, going through the readings. She does great readings. Wonderful, wonderful. And at the end, she starts channeling a father figure who actually is my friend's father who passed away this past year. She was channeling. Okay, let me I hope this is this is probably like too much detail, but I'm gonna tell it really quickly. When she's doing a group reading, she says that two spirits can she calls it kind of like piggybacking off one another where they have like such similar stories that they try to get like both of their stories in so two people can be like the recipients, which she explained later. Everyone's like, how do you do that? She explained it. It doesn't matter. She can do that. And so <laughs> two exact, my friend had this exact, like their fa- the fathers were like almost exactly the same in what she was channeling. So my friend was like, yeah, that's my dad. And the other girl was like, yeah, that's my dad. And she's like, oh, they must both be kind of like in cahoots because they have the same exact similar thing. She's like, let me see if I can try to get more detail to start separating the two of you. Um, and she's like, what's the deal with snakes? My friend goes, well, she just showed me a picture of a snake. <laughs> Because when they were going through all her pictures, Katie was showing her this picture of a snake that she took. She's like, are you serious? She she just showed you a picture of a snake? And she's like, oh, that he's telling me 
that that's what you just did. So I'm going to you. Like that's kind of like delineating the two people. Does that make sense? Am I making sense? Okay. So anyway, she got some like really lovely messages from her dad and very accurate. Like I know, like from just talking to her, what she's gone through and everything that showed up for her was really, really cool. So Overall, just a lovely night. The venue was obviously amazing. Like the second you walk in, you're like, whoa, this place is, if these walls could talk. So if you ever have a chance to go to the Lumber Baron Inn and maybe are brave enough to stay there, it's a pretty cool place. But it was great. It was great. I definitely would, I don't, again, I think I'm kind of over like the large group. I think last night validated, like, I don't need to go to these like large group things. So I've done those before. I think I'm ready to move on. Right. It's like kind of interesting the first couple of times and it's like, okay, we get it. Yeah. Yeah. But also I think what it is, is like the mediums that I actually have seen in like group settings have been like too big to do private readings. So I think this was my way of being like, okay, is medium Toby someone that I actually would want to see? It was kind of like a, you know, a test drive. (laughs) Is she someone that I would like want to see? And is she legit? Kind of like Candace Dalton. Like I love Candace, but she doesn't do private readings, which I would hire her in a heartbeat to do one for me. But anyway, so that's kind of my thing. And it wasn't against like the event at all. It was great. But in that such a large setting, like other people started to annoy me. <laughs> I was like, It was just very clear that I'm like, oh, okay, I think I'm over with this like group thing. I just want to do it solo. But she was awesome. Jacqueline says saw a shadow figure at the nursing home yesterday. She's Jacqueline, are you the one that talked about the nursing home ghost last time? I think that's they were talking about the last time The so eerie the figure exited the break room and traveled down Yes, <laughs> down the hall to a residence room. All of our residents cannot walk without assistance, so it couldn't be them. And the other nurse was standing next to me at the nurse's station. Jacqueline's place is haunted. She said this last time. She's like, we have a no. haunted place. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, okay, so that's that. It was a wonderful day. Really happy. Happy with how I did that morning. Great to end the day that way. I'm glad that they were not doing your ghost reading after the stair climb. Like, we're going to channel my friend Joy, who just died in the stairwell. Then you could have haunted the stairwell. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I was going into it, which is normally I would be like super, oh, I, I hope I get picked. I had no, I had no desire to get yeah. picked. I was like, mostly there to just my like kind of observe. <laughs> yeah. And I also just, it's a lot of sometimes like personal stuff. And I'm just like, kind of just wanted to see what this lady was about. Anyway. Um, Justine says, funny story. One time Matt Frazier came in my store and the girl working came and told me, I was excited thinking it was CrossFit, CrossFit Matt Frazier, but we eventually came to the realization it was a medium Matt Frazier. Nice. <laughs> I didn't know there was a medium Matt Frazier. That's amazing. That's Justine. the perfect crossover story for this podcast. I really appreciate you telling us that. <laughs> That's a great crossover. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, dear. Let's take a quick break and talk about our favorite sponsor, Ned. We love Ned. We love their products. We love all their products. I use their daily blend on a daily basis. Also still really loving the shut-eye chai for a little warm-up before you go to bed. If it's in the single-digit temps where you are, like it is where we are, it's just like such a warming nighttime ritual. Joy loves the sleep blend. She takes that every night. In fact, you said I that you- I just ordered it. Yeah, just reordered I just ordered it. Yeah. Let's be transparent about this because I feel like this is important for people to know, especially as we're supporting a sponsor, is if we were to ask them, they'd probably send us a bunch of pre-product, but like we don't ask them because we want to support... Like it, it's that important to us. So it's not like we're just getting a right, bunch of free stuff. And we're constant, like we actually buy their stuff. 
again, we could go to the ad guy and be like, hey, can you send us some more of this? Hey, and they probably would do it because they're that great. But I want to support this business so much and I believe in them so much that we just pay our own our own pocket money <laughs> to get our own pennies. That was my grandmother that just came through. Say they say <laughs> that if you say something like your they say that if you say something like your like ancestors or people who passed on, that that's them coming through. So my that was like my okay, grandmother well, that just came through. Okay. So I use my grandma own wants you to take Ned. <laughs> take Ned. We spend our own, own money on this. This is not something we're just like trying to push for the heck of it. Like we really, really believe in them. And I love their sleep blend. I ran out, so I ordered some more. It arrived a few days ago, and I have been having such lovely, lovely sleep. It reminded me like don't ever run out of this joy because it is lovely. And also the Shut I Chai is delicious. So you can get your own Ned at helloned.com. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com forward slash joy or use code joy for 15% off your order. Support this awesome brand. Try out some amazing products. Honestly, guys, CBD and magnesium are really the only two supplements that I have ever tried in my life that I really feel a difference if I take them in that same day or if I don't take them, if I, you know, forget to take them. I think like I also take That's true. I take stuff. I mean, I take vitamin D, I take multivitamins, that type of thing. I don't really feel a difference. I just sort of have to trust that it's working. When it comes to magnesium and CBD, I do actually feel very different. So I love this product and these all these products. Please check them out. Helena.com forward slash joy or use discount code joy. Thank you for supporting the brands that support our podcast. Thank you guys so much. We were having some really funny text conversations today that I was like, oh my gosh, we have to talk about this. Where do we want to start? Do we want to start about my like XBT life dream? Or do we want to talk about um, the one we were talking about with celebrities being boring or the things that people (laughs) pay money for? Well, they're kind of all related. So if you guys know that like a weirdo, my high school crush, middle school crush was not, I mean, it was Leonardo DiCaprio, but it was also mostly Laird Hamilton. I, that's how deep into surf culture love that I was in, even at that age. It's still one of my favorite things. That I loved that Laird loved. Hamilton as a teenager. Yeah. It's so great. <laughs> Before he just, like married Gabby Reese, like became, you know, like Laird Hamilton that we know today. He was this big pro surfer that like most 13 year old girls in Colorado did not know about. Did you ever have like as a teenager where you were just so in love and infatuated with someone? Did you ever have those dreams that you like truly would end up with them that you're like, there's going to be a way I'm going to marry this person? Yeah. uh But like, I mean, I didn't really think about that with Laird Hamilton because he was like so on a different plane for me. (laughs) But I definitely thought that I would like go to the NSYNC concert and Justin Timberlake would like see me in the crowd and like call me out on stage. (laughs) Jacqueline says me with Daniel Radcliffe, right? Like you're going to like go to London. You're going to like bump into him in the train station and then like you're going to fall in love. It's going to be like rock star or almost famous. You know, you're just like. Exactly. I have loved Laird Hamilton for a long time. And then Joy has always really loved Gabby Reese, who he's married to. She was what an Olympic volleyball player, I think, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now they have like this whole wellness brand and blah, blah, blah. They have this lifestyle brand. What is it called again? O-X-I or something? X-P- X- X-P-I. X-P-T. 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 I'm getting all A-B-C-D-E-F-G. <laughs> I got the X every time. I knew there was an X in it. Joy was like, can we just forget about having a 10th anniversary party and just pay to go on one of their retreats? And I was like, I mean, I'm into that idea. They're 12 thousand dollars for two people yeah that's a double occupancy seven thousand per person or twelve thousand for a duo yeah for two days guys two days two days and you're like working hard on two and a half you arrive one day it's a full day you leave the next day (laughs) 
Honestly, it's two days. Okay, first of all, before we get too far into this, I need to read the crushes from the chat. Ashley says, I was so sure Josh Hartnett and I were destined to be together. Wow, I haven't thought about Josh Hartnett Josh in a long Hartnett. time. Hartnett. Hold on, I have to Where Google him now? and see what he's Please. been. Yeah, what has he been up to? Oh Brianna my gosh, Josh Hartnett? Was, Brianna's was Dale Earhart, Earhart Jr. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Please let us know on Instagram today when you hear this. We will post, make a little Instagram post and you can make a comment who the celebrity was who you thought you were destined to marry as a teenager. Oh what is my Josh gosh, Hartnett I just, up to? I just found an article that says Josh Hartnett's life after disappearing from the spotlight. Oh. <sighs> who knows? He's faded from the spotlight. He got married and he's having a great life. It doesn't really say much anything. Honestly, I'm not going to read this article. Honestly, that's the way to do it. That's the way to <laughs> do it. Nikki says Lance Bass. Avi didn't go my way. Yeah. RIP to everyone who thought Lance was going to be their husband. Except for all the guys who thought Lance was going to be their husband. Good job for you. Yeah, I mean, good job. Anyway, we were laughing because Joy was like, we could go to this thing and it's so expensive. And I was like, what? Like literally for $3,000 a day or more, the like starting at three grand a day, I'm expecting to be carried everywhere I go. I'm expecting Laird to make a red margarita in my mouth. <laughs> and spoon feed me every meal. Yes. I'm expecting <laughs> massages from Laird the whole time. <laughs> margarita in my mouth. <laughs> yes, there will be a margarita in my mouth. Wait, what's that from again? From Rest of Development. That's right. That's right. Okay, I was on. thinking, for, for whatever reason, I was thinking bridesmaids. But <laughs> that's right. There will be yeah, but it's not that. You do cold plunges. Exactly. Christy says, don't you just do cold plunges and walk on the bottom of the pool with weights? Correct. You have to like, you're spending thousands and thousands of dollars per day to be put through physical discomfort and high effort activities. Laird is not carrying you around to the best of my knowledge. No. Although maybe He's he giving you weights and dumping you into a pool. And making yeah. you do ice right. baths and saunas. and yeah. I did this for free in the summer of 1998 when I spent the entire summer on the side of the pool learning how to hold my breath long enough that I could make it to the bottom of the deep end. And guess how much that cost? Not $3,000 a day. Well, not only that, I was like, first when I was texting you this, I'm like, oh, let's do this instead of the 10th the anniversary party. And I was like, this will cost three times as much than that 10-year anniversary party. Not doing any favors here with her budget. So that led us into this conversation of like, first of all, what are you like? People will pay so much for this stuff. I do not understand what you could pay for it that would possibly be worth that much outside of like a highly, highly, high, 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 high luxury, all inclusive resort. And even then, you better be in like a villa for three grand a day. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it just seems so cool. But then when I start reading the details and the cost, I'm like, okay, truly people who just have loads of money to blow are going to this. It looks so fun, but then I immediately get angry because I'm like, what on earth could possibly cost that much money for these things? You need a bucket with ice. You need a pool and some weights. I mean, granted, they're probably, I don't know... (sighs) I don't think they're like lending their home or anything because they're going to like some resort. And if they were, wouldn't that ostensibly make it less expensive? Because you're not like running out of venue. I don't know. It just seems. So it got us to the topic of like people who just will spend money on anything. One thing that we always swirl around every couple of months is like, how do people make money online with things where they just like sell random programs for like incredible amounts of money? And it's like, you know, $300 for a confidence workshop. I mean, remember when those guys told us that? Remember when yeah. those guys they tried to get us, us to like make a whole program? Yeah. And they're like, you're gonna make 60k a month. And I was like, are you f- first of all? Hi. I do not <laughs> I don't create or do anything that's worth 60k a month. Thank you so much for thinking that about me. But nothing that I have to say or do is worth that amount. Let's just be honest. Legit. In a cap like and that's like what is wild to me about influencers. Like 
if it's it's one thing if you are, you know, whatever, selling a product, making like commissions. Like I know people do it. You have sponsors, blah, blah, blah. But the thing that always gets me are the people who sell programs that are yeah. really based on nothing. Yeah. <laughs> And it truly is like, <laughs> sign up for my like, confidence what? or whatever. Yeah, I'm just using, I don't oh, know. If the somebody out there, workshops kill I don't me. know if that's like a real one. <laughs> that's just a con- Oh, one. it is. I'm sure. Oh, it is. Be confident in your body. There's plenty of people who want to okay. sell that shit. So Joanna says, Claire, you could sell a soup making program. At least that's a tangible thing. I would be honored yeah. to teach you guys how to make soup. And I like to think of myself as being a qualified person to teach a soup making program. It just is wild to me the things that people will think like, I could teach someone to do this. Is there anything else, people in the chat? I want to know, yeah, like, as we're talking, like the if there's anything wild. else that you've seen that yeah. people are selling. I remember there was a guy who was like the epitome of like the millennial dude bro life coach who at 25 like retires and becomes a consultant since like a consultant of what? And now he's like 40. His name is David because they're all named David. I need to look him up on LinkedIn real quick because he had a very bizarre certified something or other. Gosh, what the heck was this? Oh, I have connected to too many Davids on LinkedIn. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I, remember, I, remember. I just remember thinking like, this is absolute nonsense. You can't be. Oh, you have you have soup training. You have a, a professional soup maker in here. You could team up and actually oh do God. a soup book. Okay. Well, let's get back to that because but first I need to tell you, oh, excuse me, he's a certified listening practitioner. What is that? What is that? Here's here's two things I have to say about that. One, he probably paid money for that certificate. How do you become certified in listening? It, here's are you my a therapist? Listening That's called a therapist. Practitioner, <laughs> listening practitioner. You are a practicer of listening. I just don't know. I just don't know. Oh my gosh, know. that's that seems a that seems like a lot of snake oil. Kelly says I get a lot of the business coach ones that teach you how to make 10k a month, like uh, always, always 10k. 10K. Yeah, like, like that's 10k the number. months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is that about? Is that like true or people just trying to sell their programs? Because that I don't know. Feels weird. Or maybe to it's me. like you get one person. And here's the other thing, guys. Like 10k a month at this point. I'm not saying a hundred twenty thousand dollars salary is something to sneeze at, but like you could go out and find that in your field of work, most likely at this in this economy without having to without having to hustle and do anything with hashtags and to the person in the chat who says I'll team up with you on the soup thing I'm a trained chef I'm gonna get your number (laughs) call Tina can style our shoots I would write a soup not even it's not even like a soup cookbook it's more like a like a homage to my love for soups yeah a love letter to soup oh Ashley I've seen this too the having a store on Amazon I actually thought about doing it you like resell stuff on Amazon for, and it's, but it is always like 10K a month. You buy stuff for like really cheap on Alibaba and then set up a store for on Amazon and just mark it up crazy. But come to find that, that like all the fees like that are it's a lot of work and there's like a ton of fees associated with it. Anyway, sounds like a tax nightmare also. I think all of this is just coming down to the old school of like MLM stuff. Everyone just wants to make money. It sounds easy, but in the end, you get screwed. That's kind of what it feels like to me. Because there's no magic diet pill way of doing this. There's no quick fix. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. But the whole program thing, people are just... Well, there's another problem that we're not going to get into. But the problem of like people just not even being qualified to sell a program about how to have confidence in your body. Or how to be a listening practitioner. (laughs) I want to know what, like, be a smart consumer. Let's protect people from buying things. I agree. And be like, don't fall, be a critical thinker, question everything. 
So ask for their credentials. I think on the flip side of that, our favorite thing to say is like, girls got to eat. You know what? Like you want to get out there. You want to like come up with a program. You want to create, like if you have an expertise in something and you want to share that with the world, by all means. Who did we say about that last week? It's going to drive me nuts. Yeah, we were saying about somebody who was like, uh, anyway, go ahead. Someone will, hopefully someone in the chat remembers. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's and like, oh, it was, was it Gwen Stefani? No. No. May it was we were talking about celebrities and something. I feel like it was a dude that we were referencing. Mm, maybe it was remember. not the oh maybe it was the Mean Girls guy with the book. Oh, but, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Like girls got to eat. If you have an area of expertise and you want to like go out and sell, you know, like be a coach, whatever you want to do. I think there's just a line where it's like, hey, come spend three thousand dollars a day for me to teach you how to hold your breath under the pool. And hey, they're also like famous too. So I, I guess mean, you I know, I like, know. But again, what I actually said to Joy, and she's going to blush so much that I'm saying this a lot, is like for three grand a day, I expect to have an orgy with Laird and Gabby at that point. I mean. <laughs> like, let's just call You're it not is. wrong. That's, You're not wrong. That's so much money. I would be like, what else do I get from this what deal? What else do I get? There's got to be some hidden features in this deal. It's not just a foot massage, guys. Features. <laughs> features. Where are the unlocked features? Oh, oh no. no. Oh no. Yeah, but I freak joy out when I talk about anything sex related. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what we can do. We could create a program where you desensitize your friend who was raised as a Catholic to mm-hmm. talk about sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think what that would look like. It would just be like an exposure therapy. Sandy bringing me a dildo. Remember when that happened? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Sandy could lead the conversation. Be great. Oh, Sandy. I love her so much. It's been a while. But the other, though, like, then that led us into another conversation about how most celebrities actually, like, is it really, could you really, I mean, orgies aside, would three grand be enough to pay to just, like, hang out with a famous person? Let's be honest, most celebrities are probably just as boring as the rest of us. Yeah. And, like, this is no shade to Lair and Gabby. No, by all means. We we have seriously considered paying this money. If I had it, I would. We, it, yeah, the reason we're having this conversation is the desire is so strong, so strong that I am legit considering getting all of Blowing my savings my life somehow. Savings. Yeah, yeah. To, <laughs> to just be to like, breathe underwater in a pool. With how can we do this? How can I make this happen? Because I would love to hang out with them. We're gonna crowdfund. But it. then, yes. But then we were kind of thinking like, all right. So then, like, what's the price you pay with celebrities? And also, like, have you ever met a celebrity and been like, whoa, it's beyond expectations. <laughs> Like most celebrities you've met, and I want people to chime in on this too. This kind of goes back to an email. We had people email about people that celebrities they've met, and actually people would submit photos with the celebrity they met, and it was the coolest thing ever. But if you've met a celebrity, and they were like a dud or just not necessarily rude, I don't care about that, but just like we build people up in our mind that we don't even know so much of the media. I'm not even saying that they are like lame and boring. It's more just like the majority of us are just kind of at a baseline living our lives. Exactly. Most celebrities are not any more interesting than anyone else in your life. Exactly. Not that they're like annoying or rude, but they're just not any better than like your coworker that's pretty funny or your friend who you like to go out to dinner with. Like, right. Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, except for Rick Rubin, I think he'd be pretty trippy to hang out with or like Bono. But like, okay, okay. I just, (laughs) there's a few, there's a few select people where I'd be like, they're on a different planet. Like they're just on a different planet. But I'd love to hear people were like, yeah, I had such a high expectation of meeting this person. And then they were kind of like, wah, wah. But celebrities, they're just like us. We're boring. We're boring. And we just like do our laundry. We just, maybe they they don't don't have to do their own laundry. Maybe that's the difference. (laughs) 
Okay, Justine says she met Stanley Tucci at work. You work at a haunted nursing home and Stanley Tucci comes to visit? You have an interesting life. Wait, I think that's, I don't think that's, I think that's Jacqueline. I thought there was a Jacqueline. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Okay. Justine, Cape Cod Home Goods. Even better. She met him at Cape Cod Home Goods. I love Home Goods. And Joanna Even met DMX better. outside of a Hobby Lobby. Wow, guys. Who knew? What? <laughs> you met DMX? Nikki says Wayne Gretzky Hobby yelled Lobby? at me once. Wayne Gretzky yelled at you. Wait, Wayne Gretzky yelled at you? Why, Nikki? Oh I... my gosh, this is. I went to an avalanche hockey game like, what, like two weeks ago and was, I haven't known a celeb or like a hockey player, famous hockey player's name since like the Wayne Gretzky era and was generally confused. I was like, where's Patrick Waugh? Oh my God. Mariel Hemingway is the nicest. Nikki, this is really funny. She's like, his kid was misbehaving at the country club. But, oh, that's really funny. But why did he yell at you? Nikki, keep going. Let's hear it. <laughs> so many questions these are amazing so uh we would love for people to write in if you've got any stories because this or join the chat you know we got to wrap up so um this is a great time to plug if you want to join the chat we post the link and the announcement of when we're going to be recording it's kind of been up and down just because of our schedules lately but we usually usually record weekend mornings um obviously today's different it's an afternoon where we are on a weekday but we always try to announce it at least 24 hours in advance. So just check our stories. Um, and if you have any interest and you're not on Instagram, you can just email us. This is joyandclare at gmail.com. And we'll send you the link when we are going to record. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Don't forget to check out our sponsor, Ned. That's helloned.com. H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com forward slash joy. Or use discount code joy for 15% off your order. Try their sleep blend. Try their shut eye chai. Try their daily blend. Try their chapstick. We love it all. You can find us on Instagram at joyandclare underscore. You can go to our website, joyandclare.com. You can email us. This is joyandclaire at gmail.com. If you have a discount code for the Laird and Gabby pool breathing weekend, please send it to us. Otherwise, we will talk to you next week. Have a great week. Thank you for being here. Thank you, guys. And thank you for the chat. Love you. Bye. Bye.